welcome to another episode of The Rating Room. It's Andy here. No Jay this week, sadly. He's um, taken down by illness. Tis the season, after all. So I'm flying solo with a bit of a croaky voice myself, so apologies in advance for any coughing and spluttering and sneezing and hacking and whatever else may happen throughout the course of the next 45 to 50 minutes or so. Don't worry. Next week, we will bring you the as-promised Die Hard episode. Jay didn't want to miss out on John McClane's antics in Nakatomi Plaza. So listen out for that next week. So in the meantime, we need something to fill the gap. So I thought we'd do something a little bit differently. So today, we're going to follow up from last week's episode where we talked about the Will Ferrell film Elf. And one of the things we mentioned was there was an off-spin. Spin-off? Off-spin? Spin-off. One one of those words, whichever one's correct. Um, To the film Elf, and there was a Broadway musical. And on the back of the Broadway musical was an animated TV special called Elf Buddy's Musical Christmas. And what I thought we'd do this week is we'd do a little bit of a watch-along. So for everyone listening at home, I'm going to need you to fire up whatever streaming device you've got. Now I'm using Amazon Prime. It's, uh, it's available to rent. So in the UK version, it's available to rent currently. Uh, now I got a, a freebie through the uh, uh, through the internet, so uh, I didn't actually pay for this myself. So uh, apologies if I'm making you spend your hard-earned money to join in with this. But if you've got it on DVD, because it has been released on DVD, pop that in your DVD player, and uh, we'll watch along together. So what what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my screen ready. And um, I will do as a countdown and then say press play. So if, if at home you want to join in with this, get get it ready to play. And I'll count us down from three. And then we'll, we'll watch this together. Now before we do that though, I think it's just worth pointing out. I've never actually seen this before, so I'll be watching this for the very first time myself. So this could be quite the train wreck. So uh, apologies in advance. But hopefully we'll have a bit of fun together. As we as we watch, but his musical Christmas. Are we all ready to go? I've got my screen lined up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say three, two, one, play. And at the point I press, I say play. That's when you need to press play, just so there's no confusion. We're all on the same page. And I'll do some time checks throughout, just to make sure we're all aligned. So if everybody's ready. Three, two, one, play. And we get a nice musical number. We can we can hear the Christmas music. It's animated, of course. It's not a live-action version as we had with Will Ferrell. But straight into the title sequence. And a familiar voice. That's the voice of Ed Asner, who played Santa Claus in the film Elf, and reprises a role here uh, for the for the voice part of Santa. But it's the only actor that actually rejoined. Um, otherwise, it is a brand new cast of of actors in this first song of the film. Straight in, it is a musical Christmas after all, and the elves don't look like your typical elves. So, if you remember back to the film Elf, they were small people. Little people, whatever the correct phrase is, playing the parts of elves. Or they were, sorry, they were people that were smaller than 
buddy, the human being. In this version, they sang in the song Happy All The Time, by the way, um, they're just kind of like blue creatures with pointy ears and pointy noses. It's a very strange visual that we're seeing here. And uh, the song is called Happy All The Time. I'm not sure Sansa got that memo, though, because he doesn't sound particularly happy. Um, and here's Buddy. Um, very different to the Will Ferrell appearance. Jim Parsons is the actor voicing the part of Buddy. And... It's how it works. I think it works well. Just from what I'm hearing, he sounds, he's got that enthusiasm, that innocence in his voice. So, uh, already, I approve of this. Although he did just break an elf's spine, which is uh, not very Christmassy, is it? Now, while they're singing and making toys, just to point out some facts, Jim Parsons, of course, you may know from The Big Bang Theory, where he plays the part of Sheldon Cooper. Also the narrator and executive producer on Young Sheldon, which was the spin-off of the Bing Back Theory, by focusing on the, the young version of Sheldon Cooper from childhood. He's made a big mess again, of course he has. Now, I found this fact quite interesting when researching Jim Parsons. In 2018, Forbes named him the highest paid television actor, with an estimated annual salary of $26.5 million. Now that is mightily impressive, I have to say. Nice little throwback there. 400 rocking horses. Compare that with the 85 Etch-a-Sketches from last week. 400 etch uh, excuse me. 400 rocking horses. Sounds mighty impressive though to me. So uh, interesting to know what the target would have been. Maybe we need the guy with the scroll who's bad at maths again. Story time. Now we're going back to the orphanage. So, you know, they're following the same storyline as last week, so nothing um, too dissimilar so far. One one change is that Papa Elf is not here. It's Santa is the one, as you can see, delivering the story rather than Papa Elf. So a slight change of tack there. But... Um, the, anim the animation is, uh, I don't know, somewhat offsetting. I know it's an animated film, so of course you've got to expect the animation, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I'll, I'll try and warn to it as we go on, but uh, certainly a familiar story so far. Susan Wells is back. That's the, that's the same as what we had in Elf. Question I do have just based on what I see on screen. Is Santa himself an elf? Because he is very, very short in comparison with Buddy the Elf, who's not an elf, of course, he's a human being, but uh, he's not a giant. He seems to be, you know, pretty much half his height. World's greatest dad. I don't think he is, buddy, somehow. Don't mean to spoil it for you, but I've got a feeling he's not going to be.
this is this is a good good opening scene. They seem to be speeding through the uh, the setup, as it were. I suppose well, you know this is a TV special. I know from looking at the timestamp that the runtime's only forty five minutes, so it obviously is going to be an abridged version of the film. Oh, an interesting uh, turn of events. Seems like a naughty lister is a thing, and uh, the visuals suggest there's some sort of like night creatures. Not sure what that's all about. Overwhelming news that uh, Walter Hobbs is on the naughty list. Time to head to New York City. We're already there. Just to do a timestamp at this point. So I am currently at. 6 minutes and 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. The directions seem to be slightly different than they were last time. Maybe there's been some construction work in and around the North Pole. But... Uh, I guess it's not an exact like-for-like like copy, is it? It's uh, it's based on, so we'll allow them that uh, difference. More singing. It is a musical, after all. It's a very innocent song. He's very much looking forward to meeting his real dad. Um... I'm just on the, the Wikipedia page now. This song is called World's Greatest Dad, performed by Parsons. Just skipping ahead, there's some uh, interesting looking songs coming up, including one called Sparkle Jolly Twinkle Jingly. I'll look forward to listening to that when it comes on. Now, whilst uh, Buddy continues his song, worth pointing out, this was an NBC TV Christmas special in the United States, debuted 16th of December 2014. Pretty good ratings, has to be said. 4.82 million viewers for this TV special. It was released on DVD in November of 2015, so if you are watching on DVD, you'll already know this, of course, because you bought it. Um, oh, and he's met Walter already. He's not, uh, not going to wait long. He's in the taxi. So, slightly different from uh, you know, meeting him for the first time. Walter Hobbs, I think he's more of a Scrooge. He's turning into a grump. You're right, quite right. He's not got the Christmas spirit, has he? This will be why he's on the naughty list. The kid doesn't want money. That's strange. These in these times, very unusual for a kid to turn down money from his dad. 
Michael doesn't believe in Santa. That is... Oh. Here we go. Sad song time. Michael doesn't want presents. He wants to do with his dad. That's a lovely message, but it's a very sad song. Um, whilst you're hearing the singing in the background, I'll just give you some more facts that I found. So, Michael is played by Max Charles, a young actor. Um, starting to get a quiet CV for himself. And Emily, his mother, is played by Rachel McFarlane. Now, the voice is very familiar to me. Now, Rachel McFarlane, of course, is the sister of Seth McFarlane of Family Guy and American Dad fame. And Rachel McFarlane is the voice of Haley Smith in America Dad. Um, that's why she sounds so familiar to me. Well, this is a nice, sweet song, although a little bit sad, like I said. So uh, it's setting the tone that uh, Emily and Michael are miserable because Walter doesn't have any Christmas spirit and they just want a nice, happy family life. It's not too much to ask for, is it? Uh, but it's a lot of pressure on Santa. He's not going to believe in him until he makes this happen. Okay, interesting message, though. So we're back to Buddy now. He's still smiling like a goof. Oh, and he's found the Empire State Building just like it is in the snow globe. Exactly the same. Um, and uh, we're in the publishing company. Nice. We've got the two two writing characters. Tony the Light Up Antlered Reindeer. That's an amusing... Uh, idea again the grouchy green grouchy who hates christmas that's nice oh a christmas gram here it is i wonder how this will compare with elf time to sing of course Something of a remix. I think Will Ferrell wins that singing round. To be said, but uh, out on the street he goes. I thought we were going to get another musical number there, but no. Oh, look, there's another elf across the street. I wonder if this could be Jovi. He is in love. Oh. Oh, hit by a car again and apologises. It's quite a nice touch. 
It is Jovi, of course it is. Now, my uh, my Google machine tells me that Jovi is played by Kate Micucci. That's a familiar name. Played the part of Shelley in Raising Hope. And also had a role in Scrubs. But I remember, and maybe others will too, as Lucy in The Big Bang Theory. So the, these are two actors familiar with each other. Now, Lucy in The Big Bang Theory was a girlfriend of Raj, if memory serves correctly. Um, just having a look through some of her stats now. She's been in various other TV shows and films along the way. And also released a five-track EP titled Songs. So she's got a musical background as well. Oh, we're in we're in the diner with the fake Santa Claus. This is not this is not gimbals, but it's uh, an alternative version on that. <laughs> nice, that was funny. I don't know how you know my name. That kid's gonna need therapy. After that, I believe this fake Santa, and then I'm sure I say this fake Santa. The only reason I say this fake Santa is because in the credit is listed as fake Santa Claus number one, and that is Jay Leno, the uh, American talk show host. Uh, interestingly, there is at some point four fake Santa Claus according to Wikipedia, so I'll look out for those. Fake Santa Claus three. Also played by Rachel McFarlane, so putting their voice talents uh, to the test. Another run in with a car there, but uh, looks like Buddy and Jovi have got a date. Uh, not quite sure what's going on here. I don't know if Buddy is stalking Walter. <laughs> Walter's not happy at this point. Oh, not oh, there are the. Uh, there with the creatures again. Walter really is a grub, isn't he? Oh, the penny drops. Susan Wells, that's a familiar name. I assume this is the uh, the Hobbs apartment at this point. He's, he's telling the family that he's got a son. Now, my notes tell me that Walter Hobbs, the grunt that he is, is played by Mark Hamill. And for all you Star Wars fans out there, you don't need me to tell you who Mark Hamill is. But for for those of you who don't know, he played the part of Luke Skywalker.
So it seems like Walter not only doesn't believe in Santa Claus and doesn't believe that Buddy's his son, although that may change now he's got the Susan Wells name, it's like he doesn't do anything for Christmas ever. Poor Michael. Ah, and here is the aforementioned Sparkle... What was it? Sparkle Jolly Twinkle Jingly. Oh, that's a nice song. A bit more upbeat than the last one. I must admit, uh, this is starting to grow on me. The weird animation aside, I'm past that now. And Jim Parsons is doing a great job. I think he's uh, a very good boy, voice of Buddy, he's for me to say. Now this, this is um, making me want to watch the musical. Uh, some good songs in it so far. I do like a good musical. Let me just do some talk about because again, I've, again, it's not something I've seen. Oh, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh well. So it was on Broadway during the Christmas seasons of 2010, 2011, and 2012-13, and was in the West End for 15 and 16 and also toured during the holiday period but seems to be all over now oh world's greatest dad mug there's a callback i'm just on the wikipedia page for the musical now just to whilst you carry on watching i'll just read up on some of the the notes Uh, so there's a few differences between the the musical and the film. Macy's against Gimbal's looks to be one point. Buddy and Jovi have a boy rather than a girl. Uh, a few minor changes there. Oh, here's an interesting one. The film and musical strongly deviate in the character of Walter. The film in the film, Walter is portrayed as greedy, obsessed with his work, and deliberately neglectful of his family duties. Yeah, that's. That's true. In the musical, he's shown as merely bumbling, forgetful, and overworked. I think this version seems to be straddling the two so far. That's a familiar voice firing everybody as he goes through the hallway. Gil Gilbert Gottfried. I'll say that again. Gilbert Gottfried. Gottfried. Easy for me to say. Play the part of Mr. Greenway.
Walter overworked of course he's got to come up with a new idea this is very familiar oh no mail room then so we don't get to see the uh, Nicolas Cage equivalent Oh, it's date time. Why not use your day? I'll have a date with Jovi. Good thinking. Oh, it's time for skating. Oh, he's picked it up pretty quickly then. Good for Buddy. I'm not sure why all of the humans are blue. Jovi is white with blonde hair. Jim Parsons is is actually doing a really good job of portraying the buddy character and capturing that uh, enthusiasm. Oh, that's a familiar phrase. He's trying to convince Jovi to sing, obviously, in this part of the film. Maybe it's my cynical attitude, but why can't he just leave her alone if she doesn't want to sing? Why does she have to sing? So she doesn't like singing because people stare. I understand that. Stage fright. Although uh, she seems pretty happy now, so he's obviously changed her mind quite quickly. This this brings to mind our Goldfinger episode in season one of The Rating Room where we talked about how Sean Connery as James Bond was, was very convincing of... Honor Blackman as pussy galore. He basically forced himself on her and she changed her mind. This is a more family-friendly version of that, I guess. I could comment here about how it's not realistic that they'd be flying around on a snowflake, but it is a Christmas film, so everything is possible. Oh, that's... That seems to have done the trick. Buddy's in love. Jovi smitten. Got a feeling there's going to be a happy ending here. Wise of Wyville. Nice.
Oh, so no uh, Miles Finch character, I guess. Oh dear, that's not going to go well, is it? So the, so the boss is also the quote-unquote elf. But uh, the result is the same. Puddy is causing a scene and he's not helping matters, is he? Another good bit of casting. I think Gilbert Gottfried is the perfect choice for voicing a character like this, an evil boss type character. Walter's not happy. This is familiar. Oh, that's too far. I mean, he is his son. We know this. Uh, sad, but always feeling bad already. You can. There's remorse in the f animated face of Walter. Always on the syrup. Actually, it's actual syrup. I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to give running commentary too much, obviously, because this is a watch along. But if you're not watching, um, it is basically following the same story as uh, as the Elf film, albeit an abridged version. Um, he's gone to the syrup bar, I guess. Uh, well, yeah. Clearly drunk on syrup. I'll just stop at this point to do a time check. So we're at 28 minutes and 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Uh, we've got the uh, extra fake centers here. Santa's unhappy. Oh, sad song time. This, this song... It's called Nobody Cares About Santa. The doom and gloom portion of the show. 
naughty list as portrayed as sort of green goblin type characters. They're certainly feeling sorry for themselves. The pity party is very much in full swing. Oh, there's the note. He's gone. Yeah, Michael wants his brother back. family have come to uh, ruin the pitch again another scene familiar with the uh, elf movie we talked about last week Mr Greenway is just taking things a bit too far come on Walter what are you going to do about this If that were me, I'd have probably drawn a cock and balls on there, but uh, I am more of a child than Walter Hobbs, clearly. Walter's got his Christmas spirit back then, has he? Certainly seems that way, doesn't it? That is the real Santa. It's not a big fat fakety fake fake after all, is it? That's <laughs> uh, it's amusing the uh, the amount of times he gets hit by a car. Not a sentence uh, I thought I'd ever say. We're we're about. 33 minutes into the channel, so I've only 10 or 12 to go. So Michael does believe in Santa after all. Seeing is believing, I guess. I thought it wasn't about seeing. Hmm. I'm, I'm confusing matters, but uh, I'm overthinking it. Let's, uh, let's not get hung up on, on that. But 
he's only believing in Santa because he's seen him. But I thought the idea was that you had to have Christmas spirit, not that you just had to see something. But just whilst they're, while they continue their singing, it's worth mentioning that this was actually nominated for seven Annie Awards and won one for character design in an animated television broadcast production. So there you go, some some accolades there to be proud of. Um, they're in Central Park. I wonder if we're going to see the uh, are they the New York Rangers, the Central Park Rangers, whatever they were. But it's uh... oh, Walter sees the error of his ways here. Happy ending incoming. I'm just looking at some of the musical information all songs for elf the musical were written by matthew scholar and chad begelin apologies if i've got those wrong uh, begelin was nominated for two tony awards for his work on the wedding singer there you go as well as a drama desk award for outstanding lyrics he wrote the book for disney's aladdin um, Pretty impressive resume there. So also playwright, and Matthew Sklar, um as a composer for theatre, television, and film. Primarily worked with Chad, written music for their shows, The Prom, Elf, The Musical, of course, and The Wedding Singer. So um, a duo that have worked together for many, many years, by the looks of things. Walter with the Christmas spirit there. The skateboard really helped him, that is. Oh. Oh, it's not the Central Park Rangers, it's the Naughty Listers. Led by Mr. Greenway. This is a nice way to bring them all together. Just one final time check. We're at 37 minutes and 12, 13, 14, 15. Ah, uh, call back to the uh, snowball skills of Buddy. Nicely done. As we're drawing to an end, just a couple more facts to call out. So, um, Elf Buddy's Musical Christmas received positive reviews from critics on the whole. The review aggregation website Metacritic 
I gave this a 74 out of 100 rating based on eight reviews, indicating generally favorable reviews. Uh, Entertainment Weekly gave it a B plus, saying it probably won't become a classic, but it's a fun break from the usual standards. Uh, Variety gave it a positive view, saying Elf Buddy's Musical Christmas suits the genre well and suggests there's an alternative to simply running the sprockets of old holiday perennials. And albeit in a minor way, that's a good reason to be happy, if not all the time, at least for an hour or so. Um, whereas the AV Club gave it a B, but said nar narratively and emotionally rushed. Jovi with the singing. Uh, we're got a reprise on the earlier Christmas song. This must be the big finale we have now. Uh, all the blue people. I still don't know why they're blue. Maybe they're just all really cold or some sort of like frostbite has kicked in, but they're all looking pretty happy and Christmassy. Oh, Walter needs to join in. Come on, Walter. Big musical finale. Uh, I must say, as as things are wrapping up, I have somewhat enjoyed this. It's a it's a nice concept. Um, I don't know if I'd prefer a live action version. Certainly, it's maybe want to see the Broadway musical, but like I mentioned, this is no longer in existence. I wonder if it will ever be brought back. But. Um, a live-action version of of this musical might have been a better way to do this as a as a Christmas special, but still, it's been a a decent effort so far, albeit with strange animation for me. But that's just personal preference or me being picky. But Santa's Santa's got his mojo back. There you go. He said it better than I ever could. Um, nice happy ending. Oh, hang on a minute. Plot twists. The naughty listers are back. Oh, okay. They've come round to the the good side of Christmas. Santa gonna knock them off the naughty list because they've started singing. I suppose it depends what they're on the naughty list for, doesn't it? We'll not debate that too long, because who knows what it could be.
Oh, a story. Buddy the Elf, the story, of course. And it's a, a musical story now. A musical story within a musical story. Within a story. It's, uh, it's like Christmas Inception, isn't it? And we're into the closing credits. So we just do a quick time check. We've got we've got a couple of minutes left as I go through the credits. So I hope you've enjoyed what you've seen so far. Um, some of you may have seen this several times, or like me, maybe seen it for the very first time. I I enjoyed it. It took me a little while to get into because of the animation. But like I said, if if this were a live action, I thought I'd probably preferred it a little bit more. But it's a nice concept some good songs just just a nice short tv special i would definitely recommend this for the kids i would say if we're going to stick true to what we do here on the rating room i've got to give it a rating not sure what jay's is of course he's not with us this week but i might ask him in future to see if he's seen it in the past but i would say this is a six out of ten respectable like i said probably could have gone higher if we'd have done things in a slightly different way and just a reminder last week we talked about elf and i'm just going through my notes i'm sure i gave it a seven out of ten if i'm not now that's going to sound foolish aren't i but uh it's not quite to the level of the will ferrell film but uh, a very good nice family friendly uh tv special nonetheless Oh, even Mr. Greenway's got into the spirit by the end of things as well. There you go. Best-selling children's book in the world. I think maybe J.K. Rowling might have something to say about that, if I were guessing. I stand corrected. I gave Elf 8 out of 10 last week. Apologies for my... Uh, poor memory but yeah 8 out of 10 but for this not quite onto the same level so I'm going 6 out of 10 for Buddy's Musical Christmas and that brings us to the end well I hope you enjoyed our little experiment with uh, what along first time we've done one of these things let, let me know what you think about this in the comments on our social media um, and if you think we should do more things like this in the future, maybe Jay and I get together and watch something in tandem. Or maybe you didn't like what we did and you don't want to listen to one of these ever again. In which case, apologies for the last 48 minutes or so. But, uh, you know, we wanted to provide you some content. And in Jay's absence, I've, I've done my best. So uh, at least give me a prize for effort. Uh, but in the meantime, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week with our, as promised, Die Hard episode.
room. <laughs> 